Greetings, this is James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio, and he said he's Stargate. Uh, we're on Rumble as you, and uh, BBS Radio, BMO, um, so many outlets out there. So you just type in he said he's Stargate and it'll pop up. Or uh, we've got ESETI TV and now too, we're launching and you can go to ESETI TV, ESETI Stargate TV, I should say. And uh, the shows are on there as well. So that's going to be fun. We're launching a lot of the movies that we've done, a lot of other people's movies on ESETI Stargate TV. So check it out if you really want the inside information on what's going down. <clears throat> we're also going to be putting in a lot of the recent footage which is just ship after ship after ship coming ships coming in treetop level. I've got to get to my neighbors here. My neighbors, they said they would actually go and talk about what they saw, but um, they got a little freaked out about it until they found out that they were, they weren't uh, anything to worry about. I said, Hey, they're friendly. You know, they're just buzzing you saying hi, but uh, we had a lot of treetop level, massive ships coming in. And uh, the neighbors want to talk about their experiences. One floor of the guy's house so low, he just he thought they were going to take the trees out. But uh, but anyway, uh, they're getting very busy and making very clear their appearances here and and uh, giving us the high fives and validating you know the ongoing contacts at uh, both here in Hawaii and also at uh, the ranch in Washington. So anyway, um, I've got uh, Kathy Gould on, and she's got. Um, She's an herbalist and she's got the most amazing formulas. I know she's sent me some formulas that worked awesome. Uh, my friend Kathy here got really sick and she sent her some formulas and it's turned her right around. And uh, she's a, an herbalist and she has a retail store and she also has a school for herbal medicine and teaches a lot of other people her trade. But uh, without any further ado, I want to bring her on. Are you with us? I'm here. Hi, how All are right. you? Yeah, good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I know you've been on the show before, and uh, you've also been at the ranch and, and given workshops and classes and things like that. Um, but there's so much going on right now. I'd, I'd love to get your take on what's happening, because I, I think there's everything from we're getting hit with all kinds of, of chemicals and biologicals, and we're also getting hit with energies that are off the scale. The, salt, the sun is going off the Electromagnetic light spectrum is off the scale. I, I was looking at the cosmic and gamma rays are just off the scale right now. And this, this uh, some people call it ascension sickness or ascension symptoms and things like that. But I'm curious what you've been seeing and, and if you have uh, any solutions to that or, or uh, what do you think people need to know right now about those situations? Yeah, we have had in our in our shop in our retail store just hundreds of people coming in lots of bronchial deep bronchial with a lot of phlegm they're not breathing having a hard time breathing through it deep deep mm -hmm. coughs um a lot of sinus a lot of sinus stuff and combinations of all the above mm -hmm. and fear there's a lot of people that the big thing we're doing is helping people to move away from fear and remind them that our bodies are pretty amazing and we just keep on whatever they're dealing with we help them and mm -hmm. if they leave smiling we know we've done a good job <laughs> yeah I, I, and that's been a big part of it is you know the, we're telling them turn the damn news off turn it off and stop it go sit and meditate go walk in nature 
go hang out with a friend, go anything but watching this over this replay, because that's what they want us to do. They mm -hmm. want to keep us in fear. And luckily for me, I'm so busy. I don't have time to fear anything. I'm too busy taking care of people. <laughs> but I'm also getting huge hits. I wake up in the morning and there'll be um, an herb in my, in my consciousness. And I say, okay, spirit, I hear you. And I go do some research on it. And all of a sudden, and then a couple of days later, another one. And I start putting these together and we're creating new formulas are being created, but not necessarily by me. They're just being shared with me and yeah. I, I, and I'm sharing with people and immediately we're seeing it. We're seeing a huge difference in people. You know, I can, I can validate that. Yeah. I'm getting the same thing. It's really weird. And I'm not an herbalist. I do use herbal medicine whenever I can, but I mean, I wake up in the morning and I go, what is that? And I remember it. Uh, hyacinth. It, hyacinth was one. And I kept seeing the word hyacinth and I went, what i go what is that you know and you probably know more what's what's hyacinth basically used for well that's interesting you say that because that's the last one that just came in really strong and it came <laughs> in through mother mary and then another healer i work with who does work he's very connected with with mother mary as well yeah and he was working doing some body work on me and he said kathy um what do you know about his stuff it keeps coming in and i, yeah, said, I, never said, I think you need to take it yeah that's exactly that's, it what do you, go ahead that's funny because we're all working with mary a lot and we're all getting the same the same message you know which totally you know I, to me that's a major validation but some people go oh it's just what are the odds of that particular herb though coming up you know with all of us so that herb what what and I'll tell you, it grows up by it grows up by your neck of the woods in um, Washington and Oregon, prolifically. Yeah. And um, so the plant is for the lungs. That specifically, it's big medicine is for the lungs, but for clearing out really deep. And this is what we're seeing: the lungs get so full of garbage, and it's almost like it gets hardened in there, and we can't release it. People yeah. are coughing and coughing, but it's not a productive cough. Uh -huh. So kiss up, you start making, you make a warm tea out of it, a simple infusion, just put some in a cup, add some hot water, let it sit 10 minutes and start sipping on it. And it starts to break up. The way it was described was he's the guy that I was listening to about it was saying that it's like a pond that's slowly losing its water. And then yeah. when you get to the bottom, it's very thick and, and viscous. And uh -huh. it, that's what happens with our lungs. And so you start using this. And it starts to break that up and clear it out. And it causes your body to warm up. It has a little, it's good for fevers, but it helps to open up your pores so you can release it. And we mm -hmm. are seeing, I'm taking it every day right now. I think uh -huh. that's really funny that you said that you're coming up with it because <laughs> I was getting ready to send Myra some, because um, I don't know, or tell her to get it growing on the on the ranch. Yeah, we should. We should be growing a lot of that. Um, a lot of that weekend wildcraft, um, it's growing all over the place and uh i think really we you know like here uh both places both hawaii and and in uh washington we've made that place our food bank and our herb bank and you know as you saw we have like 16 yeah. echinacea and all, a lot of the other herbs there but uh yeah i'll have to get some of that like i heard it loud and clear you know i woke up and i go and she's even spelled it you know right in front of my face so <laughs> you know it's uh 
It's definitely well, that's pretty interesting because it is coming up for so many people right now. And that just and all of them, you're right. The ones I've spoken to, they come and they kind of whisper and they go, do you believe that Mother Mary could be talking to us? And I just <laughs> laugh and I go, are you talking about hyssop? And then they start laughing. They go, yes. So, yeah, that's a big verb. I'll send I'll send a bunch of it up to Myra so you all have it up there. Yeah, I'll, I'll have her get some seeds and we can plant them. And uh, I think I'm going to plant some up here, too. The uh, yeah, it is funny because. You know, I've been getting a lot of flack about that with Mary and and because I, I try to explain to people that Mary's not Catholic. She's a universal uh, being that's here for everybody and especially the children. She and she, you know, she saved my life when I was five years old. I was dying in the hospital and she kept coming to me and I didn't know who she was. All I knew is she was the woman in blue, you know, <laughs> and I found out later. But, uh, um, you know, but then you talk about that and then that just totally discredits any UFO stuff, <laughs> you know, and they, if you talk about the UFOs that discredits the Mary experience, it's kind of, you can't win uh, now with people. It, it's just, I, I don't even try to win. I just guys tell my story in the hell of them, you know, but, uh, but uh, it, it's get. Well, I think we're past that. I think we're past trying to save the world. Yeah. Now it's time now. Now it's time for us to just find our truths, get rid of our old garbage, which I think a lot, at least for me, releasing whatever it was, whatever old traumas or whatever. We just don't have time to be. I don't even care if somebody doesn't believe me. I tell them that's OK. You don't have to. I'm moving yeah. in my direction. You're moving in yours. And that's OK. But you yeah. know what? They're still drinking this up just in case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love that. I always tell that saying I when people keep coming after you, I just go, well, thank you for establishing your ignorance and your character, you know, and have a nice day and walk away. <laughs> you know, so that's about all you can do sometimes right now. But I, I've noticed with these energies coming in that, like you're saying, people are really getting into, getting into fear. Uh, they don't know where they're going. They know the old world's collapsing around them and they're freaking out about that. And yeah. they're, they're going to have a job, or they're going to be able to pay this or pay that, and and they're they're depending on this system, which is probably the most corrupt, unhealthy system on the planet to continue. And and I said you gotta step away from it, make your house, your land, your food bank, even if you only have a half acre. I mean, you can grow so much on that half acre. And and start moving away from from society and become as sovereign as you can right now. That's what I'm doing a lot too. And the teachings, you know, the way I teach, it is not science. I don't teach any anatomy, physiology, chemistry, plant constituents. I tell people, the plants are your birthright. We don't need anybody's permission to use the plants. Go get them. Make a cup. Make some tea. Make your medicines. We teach them basically how to make their own extracts or tinctures. Mm -hmm. Make your own medicines in the kitchen. You can make volumes. I also joke with them because they talk about having all this storage of food. Well, what if somebody steals my food or my water? And I tell them, well, they can do that. But if you have a big storage of herbs and herbal products, you have tinctures and you have your salves and you have your syrups or whatever you're making. They can take them, but they got to take you with them because they don't know what to do with those. So <laughs> I always know that I'm going to be valuable and people are going to. And to me, survival is not sitting on a pile of food and water with a shotgun. It's taking yeah. care of my, my neighbors, taking care of my community, 
having medicines for myself, my family. When you're taking care of people, when you're busy in service, people don't look at you as a threat. They don't want to, they look at you as somebody that can help them. And so they take care of you. Yeah. And so for me, it's always got to be, that's the top thing. Just be in service, take care of those around you and let the rest go. I haven't even noticed. I don't listen to any of it. I get the gist <laughs> of what's going on in the world. But other than that, I'm busy making, yeah. and I'm getting so many hits right now. We made a formula. I'll share this formula with you. I shared it with Myra. I got a hit on a herb called elecampane. It's a root. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful flower, but it's also root. It also grows up by you. So I had I know the herb, and I'm familiar with the herb, and it was all for lung stuff. So I started doing some more research again. And of course, as soon as I opened my computer, there was some American herbalist doing a podcast with a Finnish herbalist. And she was talking about elecampane. I don't think I've ever heard anybody do a talk on elecampane. Mm-hmm. But it was all this kind of thing. And it was clearing the lungs the same way that deep, when the lungs can't get cleared is what we're seeing. But it's with lungs, whole grief. So it's, we hold all this stuff in our lungs because there's so much grief. Yeah. And so they said, take that and mix it with roses. Roses is specific for, for grief. And then a few days later, I got a hit on uh, the plant. It's a lichen. Uh, it looks like, uh, you know, the lichens that hang off the oak trees and things yeah. like that. Uh-huh. And it's called usnia. And usnia is used for the lungs as well. The, the teachers that I've worked with have said that they feel that it was put here for the lungs of the, of the earth. So that's why it's in the trees, because the trees are the lungs of the earth. Yeah. So put that one in there. So I put this formula together and everybody was really having a hard time, including myself. I had a really deep lung infection and I couldn't shake it. And um, I made this up and immediately within a day, I could feel everything breaking up. We've given it to so many people and it's that simple for people. Get that herb, make a tea out of it and drink it mm-hmm. and see what happens. As soon as people do that, now it becomes their truth. It's not me talking. It's their truth. They go, wow, everything's breaking up. I don't feel so sad. I don't feel so angry anymore. The plants the plants are alive and they're, they have a spirit and their spirit oh, yeah. came here with the intention of healing us. We mm-hmm. just got to let them do what they do. And they do it so amazing. Yeah. One of my, one of my experiences with the plants once is uh, in Washington, I was putting my garden in and I was meditating. All of a sudden I saw the little corn spirits and these little corn, little small little corn spirits. You know? And I go, God, why are they so small? You know, it's like, I don't know what's going on here. And so I went out and I planted my corn and my corn got about two inches tall and just, you know, it got hit by a frost and that was it. It was done. But uh, I go, wow, I think that was a message you know, from the corn spirits that this is about all we can do this year. But uh, it, it's kind of interesting. And then after that, we started growing like 10 foot corn and nine foot corn and things like that, just by working, you know, with the nature spirits and the elements and everything organic and, and, uh, like I tell people that this old farmer told me, he goes, and the secret of corn is, is uh, I'm trying to think the, the right, he said manure, manure, and more manure. <laughs> but he said something else. He said the S word. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. 
he said they need a lot of it, you know, but uh, uh, I learned that one the hard way. My corn didn't do good until I just really over fertilize it and then it did great. We have a short growing season too. So it's it's not like Hawaii here where everything, you know, there you've got maybe 90 day corn if you're lucky in Washington. Here you have 30 day corn. <laughs> you know, it's insane. I've never seen things grow <laughs> grow like this anymore. Now we we planted lettuce and things and we just got overrun by it you know and uh, spinach and now it's just like everywhere we're having to pull it out so we have room to grow other stuff but uh it, it's amazing the differences it's in, funny you know in climate yeah and the thing with the and the thing with i'm the worst gardener on the planet i play with herbs all day long mm -hmm. and but when i try to grow i live in arizona so it's hard to you know, yeah. this is this is a strange growing area, but I this I met this um Filipino woman years ago and she told me she had some seed and I said, Well, how do you know that grows here? I was in Florida and she said she she stuck her heel in the ground and she dropped the seed in there and then she stepped on it and she said, If the plant comes up, it's supposed to be here. And if it doesn't, well then it's not supposed to be here. Yeah. she said stop thinking it just get out in nature and start put and that's what i do i put seeds in the ground things grow some things don't grow some things grow great but when they grow you're right nature is so abundant there's so much oh God, like you yeah. said you can't get one lettuce you got to get 100 lettuce and who's going to eat it all why are we hoarding things yeah there's enough for everybody one yard can grow for the whole community it's crazy I know I see people that they have a tree and they go, oh, no, these are mine. You know, this is mine. And I go, I go, look around you. They're growing everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's kind of funny. Try to get all the oranges off your tree. Yeah. Yeah. We have, a, um, we have a, uh, um, here we have all these avocados and they're just everywhere. You know, like we have four different types of avocados growing here and they're going off at different times. And we have so, and we're just always, well, we have always have, always have a bag of avocados. If we go to the beach, we have a bag and we give them to the people that are that are running the you know the beach and the the workers there and things like that. And uh, everything we have abundance of, we just say, hey, you want some breadfruit? You know, today we got like twenty breadfruit up. You know, and uh, and things like that. And, and I think when people get away from the old system and get into that system, and I think the new system is all going to be about nature so abundant. You know, that if we get in line with nature and start working with nature, we're going to go good. And I know I'm talking a lot, but I wanted to say one more story I wanted to say was, you know, if you take an ear of corn, I actually counted them. There's like about 500 kernels on one ear of corn. So that's and there's usually two ears on a on a stalk. So that's a thousand to one. You know, that's nature, a thousand to one. Plant one, you get a thousand back. You know what I just found out? I just found out for every kernel of corn, there's one, um, uh, what do you call the white filament at the top? The corn silk. Yeah. Those corn silks, there's exact, they tell me that there's as many of those as there are ears of corn, of, of kernels of corn on that ear. Wow. Yeah. That's good for something, isn't it? What's the corn silk good for? for, I, don't pollination. for I mean, that's how they pollinate. Yeah. But I think yeah, that's a medicinal thing too. If you take, if you, the corn silk, I think you make something out of it. I don't, I don't know what it is. The corn silk you can use for urinary 
to soothe yeah. the urinary system. If you have urinary tract infection, that would be the part that's, it's not the part to clear the bacteria, but you would mix it with like say uva ursi is the part that, that clears the bacteria. And then corn silk is what causes um, soothing because that's an organ that, that tends to be very, um, it, it burns a lot. It can, people have burning and it soothes that. So it's a soothing part of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's, there's so many, and I know it's too, if you're paying attention, like, and this is another one off the store, like Bigfoot in our area, we have him cruising all around the area and the Native Americans have a story. And they said, if you see Bigfoot and he shows himself to you, sometimes they'll point down, they'll be pointing down and you have to go over to that area and there'll be an herb that you need. They, and they know what you, it's, it's psychically, they're so attuned to nature and everything. They know what you need for what's going on. And they'll actually point at an herb and you go over there and you find that herb and you go, oh, this is what I need. You know, it, it's really interesting. How it's, it's all connected, you know, but this is going off into the woo land. There's so much that we're going we're gonna to wake up to. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's so much information out there. We just don't even have a clue. But now people are starting to listen. Oh, Some yeah. of the stuff that they thought two years ago was crazy. Now they're trying it. People are, every day we have somebody that shows up at our shop and we ask them, how can we help you? Or do you play with herbs or whatever? And they go, uh, no, we just felt drawn to be here. Uh -huh. And they have no reason to understand. We have people that join the class that have never, they just never had any consciousness about it, understanding about it. But well, obviously they had consciousness about it yeah, yeah. and they'll come into a class and afterwards they're just like, I knew I had to be here. I didn't know what I understand now because they're learning about taking care of themselves or taking care of their family or they'll bring an herb in. And it turns yeah. out that the herb that they picked that they were curious about is exactly what they need. I think I think people are realizing now that like allopathic medicine is a total fail, basically. I mean, if you break a leg or something like that, they can put it back together. But as far as healing that leg, you know, all the stuff they have uh, and even painkillers, you know, pain's your friend. Pain is telling you, you're telling your body where to send the chemicals that it's making to alleviate the problem, to heal the problem. And and then, uh, you know, a lot of times people, they put them on these heavy meds and the brain, they cut off the connection to the brain and the brain doesn't even know you have a problem. So how are you going to heal yourself? If, right. if it, yeah. Cause it's, it's, and then they make it worse because they keep walking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's a lot of it. And, and, but the, you know, I had a lady in today, she was really sweet. She went to the doctor and they found some, they said abnormal cells in her esophagus. And I said, what does that mean? She goes, I don't know. I said, well, did you ask? He said, no, he just told me to take this medication, but I read the side effects and it's terrifying. And so we gave her some simple herbs um, for digestion and for shit. And then you start to listen and it's layered. It's, I have this, but I also have this and I have this and this thing's going on. I'm divorcing or my, or my mom just died or there's all yeah. these spiritual, emotional things. Uh -huh. So it's important for, this is what we spend our time doing is helping them to understand how all those are parts of what making her ill. Not to mention the Big Mac that she's eating. Right? <laughs> yeah, or that uh, she got, you know, that <laughs> that jab we won't talk about. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of people now that I think that's one of the best things that came out of this, this um, 
vax thing is that people are realizing they got to take back their power and take take control of their own healing and start learning about natural ways and and start getting closer to the earth and eating more natural and get away from all the chemicals and and uh drugs and everything else because that's really the only way you're going to heal this other stuff is just creating more dependencies and masking you know masking the issue and and as you said too it's a lot of times it's an emotional or spiritual issue it's more it's not just that symptom that you're experiencing has deeper roots so what explain like i explained to well i explain this to everybody mm -hmm. if you know our body our body makes whatever it makes vitamins minerals hormones whatever it's making and it just reaches in our bloodstream and it pulls the building blocks, if you will, to build whatever it needs to build. But mm -hmm. it can only do that if the building blocks are in there. Yeah. So let's say let's say somebody's trying to, you know, I have a woman that's trying, she's she says, I'm I'm all over the place. I've got hot flashes, I've got uh, mood swings, whatever it is. And so we talk about, okay, well, if your body, let's say it's trying to make an estrogen because it knows what to do. It, it's it's infinitely intelligent. So to make that, maybe it needs a red block and a blue, maybe a red block and a pink block and a white block. Mm -hmm. And it reaches in the bloodstream. If it gets those blocks, it builds the estrogen and there's and she's fine. But if it reaches in there and there's no, let's say, red blocks, it reaches in, it pulls a white block and a pink block, but there's no red. So maybe it says, I'll do the best I can. I'll make, I'll take a blue block and I'll take a couple of white blocks and a few pink and try to make the best red block I can. Mm -hmm. but you're going to it's not going to be true and the body now has to let you know some way it needs to communicate with you that it needs something it needs red blocks so what yeah. it does is it gives us symptoms symptom is never the problem the symptom is it's actually the gift the symptom is your body's way of trying to communicate with you so it's going to give you a symptom within the system that it needs building blocks for so as a herbalist, my job's easy. I go, oh, well, she's she's got um, these endocrine things going on. That's a symptom she's coming with. All I have to do is take all the endocrine herbs, put those together, give her that medicine, fill up her body. I don't know what block she's missing, but I know it's in that system. Mm -hmm. Now we flood her system with all the building blocks to make whatever she needs for that system. And her body stops. And now it has what it needs. It smiles and says, thank you, and takes away the symptom. And it's that simple. So if you're, you're presenting with things in the lung, that's when you're going to look at hyssop and you're going to look at elecampane and you're going to look at mullein and all these ones for that, because that's the symptom that you're showing. Nature made it so simple for yeah. us. We've just, so, you know, we've been programmed to have somebody else take full responsibility for us. We don't mm -hmm. learn anything. We don't do it. We just do what we're told. Now people are saying, I don't think so. What else can I do? How can I, what's, what's the side effects of this? What else can I take? And that's why they're showing up asking questions. And again, we don't tell them what to do. I just tell them, here's some suggestions. Here's some herbs that were put here for the lungs or for whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Try them. Your foods are not going to harm you as long as you're, you're doing the whole plant. I'm not talking about stuff that they take off of the earth, take into a lab and pull out what they're saying is the active constituent. I mean, the whole plant, when they use the whole plant, they're pretty safe because they're foods. Yeah. Yeah, I agree that that uh, there's, it seems like they always corrupt it, you know, that the natural 
food or whatever that has the healing abilities, they, they've always gone, oh, it does because of this. So now we're going to throw everything else away and use this one thing. And then they end up corrupting the whole system, the whole plant. And then, you know, it bugs me is like, uh, you, now you get bombarded right by these things on YouTube and everything else. And, and they got these guys saying, oh, you're, you know, ringing in the ears, tinnitus. Well, that's your brain being eaten, you know, and if you don't do this right now, you're going <laughs> to die. Or it, it, they have all these things. You got to listen to this story. And you go on and, you know, your brain's not functioning properly. We can kick that brain on in no time. There's there's three things you're doing wrong. You need to know about it. three things you're eating, you know, and you see these things and you turn, you go, well, I'm really curious what the three foods are, you know, that they're talking about. You turn it on and the damn thing goes for hours and they don't tell you nothing. And then at the end, they want to sell you this pill, you know, you go, oh my God, you know, what is going on here? And it, there's so much of that right now. The whole internet is flooded with that crap and uh, you can't get, you can't get any information anymore, you know, and, and especially with, I think, it, I think it's on purpose too. I think the, the, the powers that be that run these, these systems, they're doing everything they can to keep us stupid, sick and poor, you know, that's, that's the game. But, I, but at the same time, people, people are more and more people are asking the questions now they're yeah. asking and, and, and like somebody will say, well, can I take this herb and make a tea with it? Or is it okay if I make a tincture with this? And I say, it's your damn herbs. You just buy them. You can do whatever you want. You're a grown-up. <laughs> and this is where we've forgotten. Where everybody wants to know how much, they'll say, how much do I take? How often? When am I going to see results? And we tell them, you take what your body needs, which may be different than what her body needs and his body needs. You take it until you feel better. And you take whole plants so that, and if it doesn't feel better, if you've taken, I love the ones that say this, I've been on this medication. Oh yeah. Is it helping? Well, no. I said, how long you been on it? Oh, 15 years. <laughs> yeah. I go, okay, help me out here. I'm not the brightest crown in the box, but if somebody, if I give you an herb and it doesn't work in two days and it doesn't work in a week and it doesn't work in a month, how long do you take it before you say it doesn't work? 15 years? What the hell? Yeah. And we laugh about it. And then they kind of go, wow, I just never thought about that. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about herbs. I tell them, if that herb doesn't work, let's try something else. We'll play with something else. And remind them that they're unique and they're not a one-size-fits-all physiology. Mm -hmm. They're spiritual people. They're emotional beings. And you have to look at And the plants, thankfully, work in all those arenas. I can give them. Last time we talked, we talked a lot about motherwort. That's a huge one we're giving people because everybody's got all this spiritual baggage that they're learning to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And you can add that herb to their formula. Yeah, I swear. I think the whole spiritual UFO community could use like about a truckload of motherwort right now because <laughs> the baggage that's coming up and the gossip and, and the rumors, and it, it's unbelievable. I mean, I've been out of it for like almost two years. I go, you know what, you guys, I'm just going to be being creative. I'm remodeling. I'm putting in ponds and Buddha pools and gardens and all this stuff. And for two years, I've been doing that. And still all this nonsense is flying. And I go, seriously, you know, I go get a life, you know, uh, 
And I always tell people there's three kinds of business, your business, other people's business and God's business. Other people's business is God's business. You know, why do you feel so good about tearing down somebody else? That's that's not they go. They go, well, I'm a spiritual warrior. And I go, no, that's spiritual ego. You know, you, you got to stop doing this. And, and it's funny, the ones that are telling everybody to stop doing it are the ones that are doing it the most. <laughs> you know, so it's that one finger pointing forward, though, three back, you know, it's amazing. When, when we see people and they come, and it doesn't happen too often because we have a very, um, we watch our words, we watch the way we talk mm-hmm. and we're careful not to, if somebody comes in and wants to start talking about, say, the vaccine, so I just don't get in that conversation. Yeah. I tell them, if you took it, let's start from there. If you didn't take it, let's start from there. Yeah. Let's don't judge you for taking it or let's don't judge someone else for taking it or not taking it. Let's help each other. We're here to help each other, not yeah. to judge each other. Mm-hmm. And judgment to me is the most detrimental thing we could do to ourselves and another person. So we really work hard not to, um, to be very careful with our wording to be kind, even if somebody's not kind, when people are sick on whatever level, yeah, sometimes they're not very nice. And so we have to find that kind. We have to find that divineness within them, help them to find their own divine center. And when we can do that, it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit of work, but when yeah. you see that part come out, when you see that light come on in them, it's worth it for us. I try to use humor, you know, as much as possible. But, yeah. but sometimes that humor has a real cutting edge. You know, it really gets the point. <laughs> they're either going to laugh or they're going to throw something at you. You know, and, and and I've known for that PC incorrect humor or just are going right to the issue, you know, and say, OK, this is what's really going on. And uh, let's 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 not, you know, dance around this. This is what's really happening. And. And all of a sudden, they just sit there going, oh, crap. Well, you see a lot more than most people. You see so much more than most people, James, because of where, because of the whole energy where you're at. Yeah. And bring in and people start, even when people come in thinking they're coming in with a very light heart, they start to release stuff there. I've been amazed at what I've seen up at your ranch, the, um, the, 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 the traumas that people start to have the dramas that start to come out um and i think it's just the energy up there i don't know because that's not my area but yeah that's what it seems to me no it is it is it's uh there's a lot of people are holding a lot of uh you know issues that they feel like they're not successful there's a lot of jealousy there's a lot of uh self-worth issues all those things trauma from one parent or the other it's amazing. And people come on the ranch and they go, I love it here. This is just like being in the Pleiades or something. And they're all, and I said, well, wait a few days. And they go, why? Because I got that same energy you're feeling right now is going to bring everything up that doesn't resonate with it. And boy, it does. And sure enough. And, uh, and I see people walk on the land and just pass out basically. And they go to bed and they don't get up for two days, <laughs> you know, and uh, cause they're resisting or they're getting healed that way. But uh, I've never seen anything like it where, you know, I, I told you I made that T-shirt that says, it goes, Luke, I'm not your father. I'm not your mother. I'm not your ex-lover. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> you know? And so being an amplifier in a mirror, you know, is not fun, you know, and the land does that too. The land amplifies everything. And, and uh, you know, poor Kathy and Myra have to deal with that too a lot. You know, like, 
like the people that have the mother issues come to them and, and work it out. And the people that have father issues, they seem to come to me and 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 go into the projection and blame mode. But you know, I tell people it's all about personal responsibility. You're responsible for what you're feeling right now in this moment. And you're gonna to have to track that back to where this happened in the past because that's the only way to self-empowerment or, or you're just gonna keep projecting and blaming and blaming till this thing becomes such a giant monster. It's just gonna eat you alive, you know? And uh, it's kind of interesting. And right now, I think we don't have that time. No, yeah. I don't think we have the luxury control. right now of that. Yeah, we don't have the luxury of denial anymore. No, that, that's what I tell people that the energy is coming in so fast and hard. And that's why I've been spending a lot of time alone and in, in nature and things, because, you know, a tree doesn't judge you. You know, it doesn't you know, take care what you wear or what you say or how you look or anything, you know, and it is there's your mirror. You know, if you want to get a mirror on who you are, just go out in nature. And, you know, the animals. You know, it's funny here. We're We're picking up doves off the ground and things like that here which is unheard of, you know, it, it's like, uh, and the animals all know who we are, you know, and the children, they, they know who you are, you know, but you get out in the, the adult world and, oh boy, what a mess. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I do a lot of work. I do a lot of work with um, young adults with disabilities, whatever. I yeah. don't know where these names come from. Titles are not my thing, but hmm. um, what we call a disability and the pureness of heart and the, and the kindness and, the, you know, my daughter has, my daughter is one and she, um, she sees nothing. She doesn't see color. She doesn't see race. She doesn't see male, female. She sees good and she sees not. And if something is not, she moves away. It, she's, it's all energy with these guys and they'll move. And I watch them. If they move away from somebody or they feel uncomfortable with somebody, yeah. I, I watch them. Yeah, my I'm dog really, was that way. And I these was, are the ones who call disobey. Huh? Yeah. My dog was that way. Unfortunately, he's passed on. Yeah. He's 20 something. He's almost made it to 24, I think, or something. But I had, both dogs made it over their 20s. But uh, they, uh, I always watch them and I watch how they react to somebody. And if they start their ruffle up a little bit and, and walk away or they kind of growl a little bit, I go, okay, this is going to be a problem. And they're the guys that are coming all smiling. Yeah. Hey, bro, yeah. hey, how you doing, man? The dog's going, <laughs> you know? and I go, well, you know, there we go. That's what's really going on. I you know, get... one of the things, too, I think we've talked to people, a lot of people about, um, we talked to everybody about, you talked about personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, you know, we, we want to stop blaming ourselves, stop judging ourselves. We want to shift because we were, we were programmed our whole life. We were programmed to do what we're told. And, and now you're questioning things and that's a good thing, but don't, yeah. get, don't judge yourself because you've been, this programming is, it's from the, it's from when we, before we were even conceived, we were being programmed. Oh, so yeah. It's now what I love to see is people are, you know, we're trying to make it okay for them to say, to question everything, to question everyone with kindness. And that's a big thing is, is don't let the, if you're angry, be angry, but just don't do it around me. Go out there and let it filter yeah. through. Then you can come back and I'll help you. But if you choose to do that, but 
I also, it's just having our own boundaries too. Yeah. If I see somebody getting out of control, I'm like, okay, um, you have, you know, if you want my help, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help you, but you don't get to abuse me first. And you don't get to talk to me like that. You don't get to talk to anyone like that. At least not in my business. You don't get to come in here and be mean. Yeah. I agree that boundaries is a really big one right now. And that's been my lesson all the time. One, one of the teachers I studied with, um, you know, he, he told me, he said, trust is earned. And he said, that's been your biggest nemesis. You automatically trust people and you think they're going to do the right thing. And you project your integrity and morals and things on them. And he said, they don't have them. And, and that's where you get burned, you know? And I, I go, God, he nailed me on that one. But I, I say, I, you know, it is, it's true. We need to realize trust. You know, we trust in our government. We trust in the alphabet agencies. We trust in the FDA. We trust in all these things. And, and that trust has not been earned. And it's, there, there's a long pattern of distrust that you should distrust, basically. And, and, and again, it's given your power away to some other force, an external force. And, and it's like somebody else is going to give you the key to heaven or, or talk to God, you know, for you or, or to somebody, you know, it's, it's, it's everything's external right now. And until people figure that out, that's the biggest trap we've been, we've been under is the external love, joy, acceptance, approval, God, everything, all that whole external program is, is the biggest trap that, and it's social engineering to the max and we don't know how to get out of it. And, and, and the only way you can get out of it is to get away from it and get out in nature. Like you're saying, shut off the TV, the news, get out in nature and, uh, and, and just, uh, you know, get that, that, that constant social engineering reconditioning thing out of your, out of your space, you know, get it, get it out. It's the only thing that works right now. I talk about that while I go in my garden as, as sad as my little garden is. Mm -hmm. I spend even in the middle of when it's 115 degrees in the middle of summer. I take my hose, I wet myself down and I sit out in the garden. I throw seeds in. I, if they grow cool, I talk to them. I sing to my plants. I, I, I don't have time to do these other things because I'm out in a place that makes me joyful. Uh -huh. No matter how crummy it is. Even I bring in, I always joke. I come in, I spend $9 million on, on, compost and soil and seeds and all this stuff. And I come in with, you know, one eggplant and I go, this is my $900 eggplant. So <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I know Arizona's tough because people don't realize um, you get a lot of freezes, high desert, especially. And although you think it's really hot, which burns everything up, you also get these weird freezes at night sometimes. And so it's, yeah. it's a hard because there's really no atmosphere, not very much atmosphere there. And so it's really up and down, up and down. And it's, it's hard on hard to grow things. And, and uh, you know, what we do is like at, at the ranch, we have the chickens, you know, and uh, we have the, the sheep and we used to have yaks there too. And we take all that manure and just put it in a giant pile. And we had the biggest manure pile of everything and, and uh, everything would, because we have a short growing season and, and I tell people, you plant, know you're going to lose something stuff in the beginning and know you're going to lose some things at the end. You just have to just trust and get whatever you can. And that's, you know, sometimes uh, the frost comes early and sometimes it comes late. You just don't know. 
but luckily you also have so many wild things growing there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I walk around the ranch, I just plant after plant after plant. I, I, I'm, I love walking around there and looking at all the stuff. Well, here in Hawaii, I, I, it's a whole different system here, the jungle and everything and all these plants. And luckily there's a, Marion is this master gardener here that uh, she's amazing. And, and she goes, Oh, that's, that's for this and this, that's for this and this. And we look up the plant and it goes, Oh God, this is totally clear as brain fog. You know, it's an, it's a rejuvenating plant. It's this, it's this, and it's right here. It's growing right next to the house, you know, these trees uh, and, and all these fruits and everything. It's, it's amazing. And I'm learning all these different things. And I go, you know, this is like paradise here. This is God's garden and everything is here. If we get away from all the, the other crap that we're eating and start eating this stuff and it's going to uh, totally repair the body, but we, we have to pay attention and it's a learning process, but it, it was like the big realization was I'm surrounded by food and healing and herbs and everything here that, and, and it's a jungle out there, but it's, well, it's nature right there is healing. what's that? You're, and then you're outside in nature. So how healing yeah. is that? Oh yeah, you don't. Have to, you don't have to plant anything. That's the other thing. You don't even have to plant it. It's just there. Oh yeah, it's growing. All these things are growing here. We've got <laughs> and papayas and and all that stuff is is here. I'm gonna miss it because I have to go back to the ranch in May. But I'm gonna really miss miss that. And and uh, but I'm sure I can probably find it. I'll go to some stores and find some of the things. But uh, you know, having that fresh avocado and mangoes and papaya and all that stuff, bananas and, you know, all that stuff here is just. I don't like, know how you could ever move there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like I'm I'm struggling between my service mode to humanity and service to self right now because because I, I'm just dominant <laughs> here and I'm isolated and, and kind of nobody knows where I am, which is great. And and now I'm going to go right back into the 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 arena, the circus, you know, and and uh, do the best I can with what's there. <laughs> but uh, it's and see it. for me when I I'm coming up there I'm coming up there in in July. Yeah. And to me, it's like heaven. I get to get out of the heat, the worst heat of time of the year for heat. And I get to go where, and nothing's growing here to where everything's growing. Yeah. But I don't have to do what you do. I see, I guess go find, I go, I go find a quiet place out in the woods and take my book and sit, or I sit and meditate and I don't have to deal with any of it. I always feel bad for you when I see you, how <laughs> surrounded you are with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I'm moving into a more seclusive direction right now, just, just in dealing with, the masses and all the projections and all the other. I'm just going, wow, this is amazing. You know, it's, it's like, and I'm getting very selective on who I surround myself with and, and uh, who, and I've had to, you know, people don't realize on, on your path to enlightenment, you're going to start losing friends fast. And eventually the closer you get to Nirvana or enlightenment, pretty soon you're going to find out you only have like two or three really close friends, you know, <laughs> and that's just the way it is. You know, you, and, and the more energy you're connected to, the more you become, become a mirror and an amplifier of people's stuff as well. So it's just like, uh, wow, I don't know. I, I have all kinds of exit strategies. You know, when that starts coming up, I just kind of like, okay, I'm going to 
disappear and uh, I and I tell the universe I, I need to be <laughs> away from this and it kind of works that out but uh it's it's sad one of the things that one of the things that I'm do that I do because I'm with you I could we, I moved off of a 40 acre farm and when I came out here and I could sit there for weeks a month not see another person and be perfectly happy yeah. Now I'm surrounded by people all the time. Mm -hmm. But what I've done is I'm really putting energy into helping to grow a lot of these young people that are that are studying herbal healing or what at whatever aspect, some cooking, some growing, some like me making medicines, whatever, whatever aspect they're working in and mm -hmm. helping to grow their businesses, helping them to get their names out there so that each time I can step away a little bit more. And yeah. lead them to one of these new um, younger people that are, um, you know, that to me is what our future is. And then that's how I'm going to be an herbalist. The older you get, the more revered you are. But you don't have to do all the work. You have many young people that want to learn. So we put them oh, yeah. out in the front lines and let them do all the work that I did for many years. And I'm and yeah. I'm and I want to step back. I want to step back and have a quiet space. I was talking to the grandmothers here, the Hawaiian, some of the elders and the Hawaiian grandmothers here. I love what they said. And they said, you know, on the island here, they said, we didn't. They said, we we're all family. You know, everybody was family. She said, we didn't own the kids. We didn't own each other. There was no marriages. Uh, they said nobody owned anybody. And everybody was just, you know, guided by spirit, basically. And the elders were always taken care of by the, all the heavy lifting was done by the younger ones that were taught, you know, you take care, respect the elders and take care of the elders. And she was telling me this story and I was going, wow, we are so far away from that. And, and that is that this nuclear family and this other program that we've done. And, and I even wrote about it. I said, you know, it's interesting here is if you decide you don't get along with each other or you've learned everything you can in that situation or whatever, or you finish whatever karma is there. Uh, what happens here? Everybody starts fighting over the kids. Who owns the kids? Who's going to see the kids? They fight over who's going to keep the house, who's going to keep the car. And it's this and who's got access to this bank account. It's the biggest mess on the planet. And it's all based on fear and lack. And it's based on a, on on a totally dysfunctional system that we're running right now that's been perpetuated. You know, we got away from the old ways in a lot of cultures, and and we need to get back to that. And you know, there are some people that have amicable. They go, you know what, didn't work out. Let's just let's just keep this. Let's do let's do what's best for the kids. Let's just split thing split things down the middle. Go our different ways, or what? You know, there's different ways of doing that, but. Uh, but it's sad that there's so much fear, which is what all these other actions are based off of and fear and fear of lack and fear of not being able to see the kids and fear of the other person influence the kids and everything else. If the whole if the whole uh, tribe is is working together properly, the, all those go away. You know, and, and the Native Americans, they, they put a blanket, they put a blanket on your arm and they they and they do a little ceremony and then you're not really married but you're bonded you know there's a bond and then when things aren't working out right you go and you you grab each other's arms they put a blanket over it again and they say a little ceremony and you're free <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, i like it it's that simple you know the it's woman, it, 
the woman I told you, the Filipino, the Filipino woman that I was working with, um, she was teaching me about growing things. We were talking about different cultures, and she said, in her culture, the grandparents or the great grandparents and the grandchildren all share a room. And they do this because number one, the parents, you know, the parents have the children, but they're, they're still wild in that wild time of their life. So they're still with their children and playing and stuff, but all the education and the wisdom that the older ones have, um, they share with the children, but they also on a physical level and in a spiritual level, when you put a really old one, that's, that's, that's life force is waning and children who have so much life force that it's spewing off of them, it's a symbiotic relationship where the child is giving the old one energy and the and the old one is siphoning some of that crazy energy off of the babies so that it's a really nice symbiotic relationship. And I see that now having a grandchild is the difference in I can sit for I can sit and read a book or sit and work on whatever I'm doing. And my grandson will sit there for hours with me playing with a game or whatever he's doing it. We'll play a game together mm-hmm. um, very calmly because it's a different energy. We just, and we've forgotten all of that. All of that is, yeah. is not happening. And it's, I hope to start to see it come back. Well, you look at kids uh, when kids, their spirit is so huge and they got that little body that they're trying to compact that into <laughs> too and uh, you know that and i tell people that you got to find an outlet you got to find a way for that to utilize that energy in a positive way and you know whether it's uh help helping others or whatever even martial arts or something you got to find some way to to get that energy uh going going because it's it is there they've got huge spirits and these little bodies and they're they're really having trouble with it and that's why you have all these problems because they don't have an outlet, you know, for that, for that energy. And that would be a perfect outlet. We don't don't see those babies outside. You won't see the kids. I mean, we can't, you and I came from the same, um, you know, when we grew up, I grew up in California Mm -hmm. and, you know, we, and during that period, we'd wake, even my, my, my kids might've been like the last generation. They got up, you ate and you were gone. Yeah. You were playing in the and you were on the streets playing until the, the lights came on at night and you got hungry again. And you never you were never in who wanted to be inside? The grown-ups were in there. Who wanted to be yeah. there? Yeah. Right? And now the I'm kids still are that way. <laughs> I haven't I haven't changed. I'm like at 5 30, I'm gone. I'm out, you know, doing some project. It's not even light yet. I'm going, I wish the sun would come up so I'd have some light. And when it gets dark, I'm I'm kind of done. You know, I, I go and shower and get cleaned up yeah. and go chill out a little bit and write, do some writing or things like that. But uh uh that's what I've been I get yeah. up with the, before the sun and I and uh and go to bed a little bit after the sun goes down. And I don't need that much sleep, you know, anyway. The so. same schedule as kids are, yeah. right? Little kids with that same schedule. They're up before the sun, moving around, a full activity. And then they're tired when the sun goes down. Yeah. We need to we need to be watching more, watching and doing what they're doing. I was accused of that. People go, when are you going to grow up? And I said, Why? <laughs> I said, you know, they accused me of that because a lot of because of my humor and stuff like that. When you when you're gonna grow up, and I said, are you happy? You know, it's like 
You know, I said, I grownups aren't very happy. I don't think I ever want to. <laughs> That's I, right. I'm always going to just have fun and, and be childlike and, and, uh, you know, that, and that's what, you know, Jesus said that, you know, Jesus said, unless you become one of these, you're not going to enter heaven. He's kind of talking about the child and they're in awe, you know, the children, they're just, they're the little love bombs and they're in awe and everything. And they've got a direct shot, you know, when they cross over, but uh, you know, all this other baggage we're carrying, if we can't become childlike again, we're not, we're, we're going to have to just keep coming back over and over and working all this nonsense out. Yeah. But, uh, well, I, I'm really hoping I get it right this time because I still don't want to do this again. Yeah, I would I like to do the last round. I always say do something even if it's wrong, you know, and uh, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> but uh, we're we're hitting the end of the hour right now. But uh, I know you're coming out. You're going to be doing a workshop. I, I I don't know if we have our schedule up yet. We'll have it up. But you're going to be coming out, I think, to the ranch, aren't you, and doing a. Uh, some kind of a talk. Yeah, we're, I'm coming out. I'm going to work with Myra. Myra and I are putting on, I do a class. It's a, uh, we call it a certification, herbal certification. And it's, um, we do everything. We learn all the medicine making. We learn system by system, just a handful of herbs in each thing. And we mm -hmm. make stuff very hands-on. I'm excited to come up there because we're doing this whole course that I do in four days that I'm there. Right. And Myra's starting to harvest, or no, I guess not yet. She will in the next yeah. couple of months. Harvest your plants from up there and start to get a lot of the medicine going and getting the things prepped so the students will have um, the medicine to make directly from. So when we met, we make tinctures and salves and ointments and oils and syrups. Oh, and, yeah. you know, and everybody makes it and takes it. To talk to people, talk them through stuff is so boring. But to get okay. everybody's hands on it and making it, and then they take it home. And it's also plants from the ranch that have that energy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. I made some troll spray. <laughs> I called it troll <laughs> spray. And I took all these gems and all these elements and, and put them, herbs and everything. And they're all about cleansing herbs and healing herbs and put them all together in this in that oxygen water. And I put it in the medicine wheel and just let it cook in there for about three days. And I took this stuff off. We call it auric reset, and you just spray it on people. And all of a sudden, they go, they they come in angry, and you go, and they go, "Well, try this up." And all of a sudden, they go, "Where was I?" <laughs> you know, it's hilarious watching how how well it works, and it just it fills their aura with all that energy. And and I need to make some more of that, but it's kind of hilarious how, how a lot of those things work. See, it's on, fun on. too. What's really fun? What what big part of my passion is now is getting people through these kind these classes that we do so that they learn how to be self-sufficient. Yeah. They know what they, they've got allergies or whatever they have. They know what herbs, they know how to make their medicine and they can make a big bunch of medicine for pennies to have enough for all year. Mm -hmm. So it brings it back to, it brings it back in people's home. That's very empowering mm -hmm. when people know they made the medicine yeah. for their family or themselves. Do you, do you have a, do you have a, uh, what's the best way to contact you? Do you have a website or is what's the best way people want to find out about your classes or your herb shop or. So everything that I'm doing here in Arizona is under um, Southwest herb, but under the initials swherb.com. Okay. They can get every, everything there. We have an online store. We have uh, the website classes. Everything we do is in, you know, so I don't do any of that. My my business partner Madeline does all the 
yeah. all the technical techie stuff. Okay. Yeah. But right. everything's on there. That's what Jason's for. <laughs> yeah. He does all that. Anyway, but uh, hey, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing all that wisdom and uh, holding that frequency that you've been holding so well. And I can't wait to see you this summer. And and uh, anyway, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank all you right. very much, James. You have a great night. All right. You guys, sign off. Bye-bye. out of time. James Killen with As You Wish Talk Radio and he said he's Stargate. Have a great evening. Keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent, and you'll get through these times. And just remember that old saying, there's your business, other people's business, and God's business. And other people's business is God's business. And that will free you up, you know, to spend a lot more time connecting to creator. Anyway, have a great evening. Good night. <laughs>